Hey guys, it's your girl Roki, also known as the Mom Mogul. And your girl, Naisha Berry. You can find me on social as Naisha C. Berry. And this is Melanin Crowned. It's a queen's guide to mindset, millions, and leaving a legacy. We'll be dropping a podcast every Monday for Melanin Monday. Yes! So let's get into it. What's up, y'all? It is just me this week. So you have me all to yourselves. We thought it was important for us to give you a little bit of background on who we are individually before we dash you with all of this melanin collectively. So here we go. So I've been stressing out about this podcast for quite some time now. Um, I have been obsessing over what I'm going to talk about, um, what voice I'm going to use what personality you guys are going to get, just all the things. And then I just decided, you know what? Hit record. So I am hitting record and I am just going to talk until, you know, my heart says stop. Um, (laughs) So first of all, everything I do is for my munchkins. Um, When I say everything I do, everything I do is for my munchkins. I have committed myself to um, not having them struggle in life. I have committed myself to giving them a different type of mindset than what I grew up with. I have committed myself to them not growing up to work for other people. Um, I've committed myself to leaving a legacy for my family and for my kids and my kids' kids. And what did, what Beyonce say? My great-great-grandchildren are already rich. Like, that's the level I'm trying to be on by the time I leave this earth. But I am a 33-year young mother of three. Um, my babies are 13, 11, and 9. We are not going to talk about them today because I'm just not happy with my children at the moment. Okay. And that's okay. I feel like that's okay for me to not be happy with them. They're not being the humans that I'm raising them to be. And so, hey, uh, I had a child at 19 years old. And this is how, screw, screw. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about how the mom mogul was born. Okay. Um, It actually wasn't the mogul that was born that created the mom mogul. It was the child that was born, that created the mom mogul. Um, But I breezed through life before my son was born. And when he came into this world, everything changed. Like the game changed so hard for me. And it's crazy because like, I've always been a hustler. I've always had this like entrepreneurial spirit. But when my son was born, like things really changed for me. Things like clicked and shifted into high gear and Um, I didn't know until recently that it was the legacy. It was the legacy that changed everything for me. I was told when I got pregnant, like your life is over. Your life is over. You're never going to be happy again. Like, I don't think that's what they said. I just remember them saying your life is over. But in my mind, it registered. You're never going to be happy again. Your life, like your life is literally over. All you're going to do now is work, take care of this child and work and take care of this child. Meanwhile, I was in school. So, so it was really hard to like digest someone telling me that my life was over because I was having a child and You know, I never stopped to take a look around at 
all the amazing women that were in my life that had children and businesses and jobs and were happy, you know, all I could see was, oh my God, my life really is over. And then I flipped on a switch and did everything that I could possibly do to make sure that that was not my reality. I will not lie to you and tell you that it was easy. Like it took a while for it to happen. But when I started uh, my last business, I wanted to make sure that people knew that you can be a mom and you can be a mogul and you can have everything that you want. You can have your babies and you can have a career and you don't have to work for somebody else. And that's the whole idea behind the mom mogul. Like you can have it all. No matter what somebody tells you, no matter what somebody else thinks of you, at the end of the day, they're just projecting their own thoughts and feelings about themselves onto you. And we have to stop letting people do that to us. My baby gave me purpose. My baby gave me a reason to to keep living. Like I didn't have a bad life. I didn't have a bad childhood. I was, you know, just a regular kid growing up, making mistakes, you know, um, living my life. And what I found out was I was living my life on autopilot. And once my child was born, like it gave me so much power and purpose. I am an entrepreneur at heart. Um, I have always been a hustler. I've always been a grinder. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I started my first business when I was 16, 16 or 17. Um, and yes, I am calling being the candy lady at school a business because I had employees. Your girl was paying people commission. Okay. We was duffel, ba duffel bag gang. Okay. <laughs> Up at the school. <laughs> we were certainly duffel bag gang. And, you know, we, I don't know, I got in trouble and then I would go and change my strategy up and come back to school with a whole different way of selling my candy. But I, what happened was I went to a, my mom had a friend who owned vending machines and they asked me one day if I wanted to come and help empty the vending machines. I'm like, okay, let's just go collect quarters, right? So the first vending machine we get to, I pull the thing open and I pull the Little tray, there's a little tray inside of vending machines. This is before you know you could use a debit card at the vending machine. I pulled a little tray out and I feel like I struck gold in that moment, right? So before this, I had never, never thought about being an entrepreneur, never really knew that you could be an entrepreneur. And that sounds silly. I know, especially when you consider the fact that I was already involved in my first kind of network marketing deal. And that's why it's important to make sure that when you're doing whatever it is you're doing, that you're aligned with the right people, the right mentors, the right podcasts, the right coaches, everything, because otherwise you're just flailing around. But never really knew you could be an entrepreneur. Um, I come from a working family. I think at that point, my dad had owned his business for a while, but it wasn't anything that I was really exposed to because he's a truck driver. So it all looks the same from a child's point of view, whether you are working for yourself or working for a company as a truck driver. And my parents are complete worker bees, like definitely got my work ethic from my parents. My mom worked at a hospital for as long as I can remember from seven to seven. Um, and my dad, he worked at a plant. And then before he started driving trucks, um, then once he started driving trucks, he'd be gone all week and he'd only be home on the weekends. So 
We hardly ever saw him until the weekend. Um, and then, so entrepreneurship was never really a topic of conversation in my family or in my house. It was school, grades, college, work your 40, retire. And there's nothing wrong with that. Although I'm not really sure why entrepreneurship was never a conversation in my family, because now that I'm thinking about it, both of my grandparents, both of my grandmothers had their own businesses. They both had their own shops. So, huh, I need to have a conversation with my grandmothers. But anyway, both of my parents are vets. Um, they both put in their time in the military. So that makes sense to do your time and retire, right? But all of us aren't built that way. I tried to go to the military. My mom was like, nope, not for you, sis. But um, nothing's wrong with that. It's just that all of us aren't built that way. So I'm very grateful that my mom decided to move us here. I tell her all the time, like, that's the best thing she could have done for, for me anyway, to move me here to Atlanta where I was exposed to other people and other things. Um, I had some great teachers, Mr. The, off the top of my head, Mr. McDougal and Mr. White, made sure that we were exposed to some different things in life. I'm, I went to school in Clayton County and uh, it, it, it is a little different than what I was used to when I, when I first came here. Like, it was a little different, but I guess I'm grateful for those teachers and those um, I'm grateful for that move because I would never have been exposed to entrepreneurship. I don't really know what I would be doing, but I'm pretty certain that my parents would not be happy, <laughs> happy with the person that I would have been um, had I not come here. So I started out early in life, wanting to be a lawyer, and then it switched at some point to a psychologist. I actually went to school to get my bachelor's in psychology. Um, and in the process of that, I had a baby. So I, I feel like I would have ended up back home. And when I think about jobs back home, I think about Walmart and plants. And that was never going to work for me. So I would have ended up back home working at Walmart which I actually did get a job immediately once I found out I was pregnant. I got a job at Walmart and I was like, I have to take care of this baby. So Walmart it is. But I think that I'm not really sure. Had we not moved, I feel like I would have been back home and working in retail right now. And that would not have made me happy because I'm not one for manual labor. Don't really like it. And that's just not anything that I ever saw for myself. Once my son got here, though, I knew that I had to do something different. But life happened and life continued to happen and continued to happen and continued to happen. And those thoughts and those dreams and those feelings of this isn't what life is about kept getting pushed further and further and further down because I had to work to take care of my child. And no one taught me how to do both. I had to learn that along the way. And that's what I want to be here for. I want to be here to inspire other people to do both until they don't need to anymore. So, yeah, my friend came to me and she told me that she wanted to start a party plan business. And I thought it sounded like fun. And that is how the mom mogul started to build and grow and be born. And it's so funny because people are always telling you, you know, do something stable, do something secure, go get a good government job. And I did that. I had a government job and.
you know, I went to work every day and one day I went to work and was told, you know, you're no longer needed here. Basically, um, I was contracted. So, you know, with contract work, you know, your position can end at any point, And that's what happened. I went to work, position ended. And when I tell you that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my life. It's so funny when I talk about uh, when I talk to people about joining a business, this business, and I hear them say how hard it is. And I'm like, man. For me, being broke is hard. Manual labor is hard. I think the hardest thing about what I do is getting past the mental block, the mental programming that we were fed as children or fed while we were growing up. And those are the types of things that we're going to talk about on this podcast. I feel like I've held you captive to my voice long enough for this intro, um, but we are going to talk about getting out of your own way, You know, being the boss that you are. Aligning yourself with the right people, listening to your inner voice, a little mom life, a lot of mogul life, all of those things. And I love you guys so much for sticking with me through this whole thing. I was extremely nervous to start this, but it's done. It is finished now. So I definitely appreciate the listen. Um, So until next time, just remember that if this small little country town girl from Arkansas can do it, So can you, because moguls aren't born, they're built.